For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the NFL Week 16 episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. The road to 272 bets bounced back in a big way. Losing week last week, but we bounced back this week 10 Five and one for plus 4.13 units. That brings their season to date record for the road to 272 bets to 119, 102, and three pushes for plus 10.14 units. We're up over double digits now uh, with what, three weeks left of the season? So hopefully, I mean, knock on wood, barring a late season collapse here. We're in a very good spot to finish the road, the 2023 edition of the Road to 272 Bets with a profit. Uh, so let's hope for a little bit of a uh, a little Christmas miracle, a little, a little holiday cheer this coming week. Uh, if you're watching this on uh, the video edition on YouTube, uh, I got my Santa Claus hat. I got my Santa uh, golfing uh, sweater on. Uh, I got to show the clubber. Just looks like he's bending over. Um, got the Christmas lights on in the background. We're we're we're, we're in the holiday spirit. Uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, head over to YouTube, type in the Bacon Bets podcast, subscribe to the channel uh, if you haven't already, like this video, all that stuff helps us out quite a bit. We're hot. We're hot heading into the final three weeks of the season. Uh, I am battling a cold, unfortunately, um, or something. I'm sick. Uh, so I got tea, I got cough drops here. I'm going to do my best to uh, get through this. So with that being said, I don't really have a long intro this week. I don't have too much to talk about. Um, I, apparently I did my victory lap about the Eagles uh, one week too early because uh, they lost again. Uh, thankfully, I did not get off the fade Eagles train. Uh, it was looking like Eagle or Seahawks plus four was going to be pushed, which I would have taken. Seahawks end up winning the game. And now the Eagles are 1-3 since I wrote the article saying that the Eagles are the most fraudulent team in the NFL. They're 1-3. Their only win was that overtime win against the Bills where they needed the greatest kick in NFL history to force overtime. Uh, and then tonight I just spent some time retweeting some Eagles fans who were calling me an idiot for calling them frauds. Now, lost three straight. Uh, in danger of losing the NFC East. Uh, tough. Hate to see it. But I already did a victory lap last week, so I'm not going to celebrate again. Plus, it's the holidays. Let's all get along. I'm not going to come after Eagles fans too much. Let's get into the Week 16 edition of the Bacon Bets podcast, the road to 272 bets 
March is on. Let's go. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle. 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 All right, here we go. Let's get into it. If you don't already know, we got a lot of football spread over this weekend. Uh, obviously, we got the Thursday night football game, Rams and Saints. Uh, what a treat. What a little holiday treat for uh, players on those two teams. Get to get their game out of the way on Thursday and then spend uh, Christmas uh, with their family. Uh, everyone else, unfortunately, uh, they're going to have a busy weekend. We got two games on Saturday, 10 on Sunday on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day We'll have three games on uh, throughout the day. The NFL has just completely stolen um, Christmas Day away from the NBA. Uh, NFL remains king. So we're going to start with Thursday Night Football, of course. It is the Rams. It is the Saints. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints plus four. The Rams are four-point home favorites in this one. I took the Saints plus four. I don't know what it is. Um, just this entire season, I guess I've just been evaluating the Saints team um, as probably better than a lot of people think better than the betting market certainly thinks uh and i think it's a little bit of a sell high spot on this rams team although i will say when the rams have kyron williams healthy at running back they seem like a completely different offense but at the end of the day they're taking on a very good defense and i know uh they actually performed well against two very good defenses recently in the browns and the ravens uh but this is another saints defense uh that could cause them some issues one of the better secondaries in the game allowing fifth uh, the fifth fewest yards per pass attempt of 5.7, fourth in opponent dropback success rate, third in overall opponent EPA. And the Saints actually might be surprised to find this out a team that's what? What are they now? Uh, seven and seven are the Saints? Uh, yeah, both these teams are seven and seven. Seven and seven, uh, not winning the NFC South. They're actually eighth in the NFL in average scoring margin. I think their defense can keep them in a lot of games. They're playing a lot of close games. Uh, even some of their losses have been very close. So uh, I'm not going to say the Saints are going to win this game, um, but I would probably set this line at three and a half. It's certainly not one of my best bets of the week. I think we're getting about a point or a half point uh, of value on New Orleans here. Uh, so I hope their defense can keep uh, them in this game. Now, obviously, as a Falcons fan, I want the Saints to lose. The dream scenario here for me would be to, for the Rams to win by three points. So I get the cover and a Rams win. Um, that would be ideal. Uh, even if the, even if the Saints don't cover, it's fine. Uh, the Saints will lose and that will help me out as a Falcons fan. If they do cover, if they do win, uh, then at least we got the cover, but, uh, yeah, I'll talk about the Falcons here in a little bit, but I was, I was out on them on Sunday when they lost. And of course I wake up Monday morning, all the way back in trying to figure out all the different playoffs scenarios for, for them to make the postseason. Uh, but I'll talk about the Falcons when I get to their game. Uh, next up, so that's Thursday night games. I got Saints plus four. Next up, we got uh, Saturday's games. Uh, the first one's at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. AFC North matchup between the Bengals and the Steelers. Ooh, we got some cops on my street. Ooh. Ooh. Nope, just driving by. Um, Saints, uh, sorry, Bengals and Steelers. I'm going to take the over. Over 38 uh, in this Saturday late afternoon game. Um, mostly because... Um, of the Bengals' defense. Uh, as you guys have known over the past couple of weeks, uh, I'm not totally bought in on Jake Browning. I think I have to finally kind of buy in on him a little bit. Let me share my screen here and show you guys 
um, where Jake Browning has ranked. Um, like there, there has been cases this season where quarterbacks come out of nowhere and play really well. Uh, and I'm not willing to buy in on them. Um, because sometimes they don't even play well. Sometimes they just win games. Like Joshua Dobbs won a couple games and people were all in saying he should be a starting quarterback with some other team. But then you look at the analytics and they actually haven't been playing all that well. They're just winning games where people think they're doing better than they are. Jay Browning is not that case. He's actually been playing extremely, extremely well. So now I have to kind of buy in on him. So I'm going to show you if I can share my screen here. And this is a website I've brought up in the past. Um, if I can minimize. No. I want to minimize. You think doing this all season, I would have figured it out by now. There we go. Uh, this is a website I've brought up this season uh, that if you're going to handicap games yourself, I certainly recommend checking out the site. It is free. It's great. It's rbsdm.com. We can look at some quarterback efficiency numbers here. Um, Brock Purdy. Well, if you're looking at this graphic on the YouTube version of this, Brock Purdy in a league of his own. Um, no big deal. Uh, bet on him at 14-1 to win uh, MVP about a month ago. Um, but you'll see number two. Specifically in EPA plus CPOE composite. So this is uh, EPA per play plus completion percentage above expected. Um, and it is Jake Browning in second right now amongst all quarterbacks who played at least 170 snaps this season. Brock Purdy number one, Jake Browning number second. Uh, you even look at adjusted EPA per play. He's third behind Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. So... Um, it's more than just uh, the public be, uh, being all in on this guy. This guy does seem to be uh, legitimate. So I don't necessarily want to bet uh, against the Bengals as two and a half point favorites in this one, uh, even though Jamar Chase is out. Um, but I don't really want to uh, bet on them either because their defense continues to stink. A uh, big reason why I bet against them last week uh, with the Vikings. And it is why I'm not going to necessarily bet on them this time either. 29th in opponent EPA per play, 31st in opponent success rate, 31st in opponent yards per play. Um, so the Bengals, uh, or yeah, the Bengals defense has a lot of issues. So I'm just going to take the over. Good offense with Jake Browning, even with Jamar Chase. Oh, bad defense. I don't really know what to think of the Steelers with um, uh, Mason Rudolph playing quarterback. So I'm going to avoid the Steelers altogether in a sense. I'm just going to take the over 38 between the Bengals and the Steelers on Saturday. Saturday night. Obviously going to take the Bills here against the Chargers at LA minus 10 and a half. I would recommend uh, doing some line shopping for this one and betting on this one early because I think the Bills are only going to become a bigger favorite. I was able to get them a minus 10 and a half. I did have to lay minus 115 juice for that, uh, but I'm on the Bills regardless. Last week we saw how much of a disaster this Chargers team is when they don't have Justin Herbert. Easton Stick played for them and actually to be fair he did throw three touchdowns, uh, but their defense allowed uh the raiders to score how many points 63 points to the raiders uh and once again it's a big reason why i took the raiders in that game because the chargers defense stinks 27th in opponent epa 29th in opponent success rate 27th in opponent yards per play and now they're taking on a top five offense in the bills a bills team uh that is hot uh they have fixed the turnover issue that they've had they've kind of run through their bad luck uh, this is a dangerous team and it might be a team that i might bet on to win the super bowl once the playoffs start um, I did bet on them to win the AFC East last week, and that's looking pretty good. Uh, or was it, it might have been two weeks ago. Uh, and that's looking pretty good at this moment. So uh, I will lay the double digit spread. I'm not going to be too scared uh, of it. Minus 10 and a half. You can take minus, there's minus 11 and a half out there at minus 110, but I took the minus 10 and a half at minus 115. Bills on Saturday night. 
Uh, we are moving on to Christmas Eve games. Um, and the first one we're going to talk about here is the Seahawks against the Titans. I bet on the Seahawks plus four against the Eagles. I'll bet on the Seahawks again here, a minus two and a half. I don't really have much to say about this game, but I think there is a huge stylistic mismatch between the receivers of the Seahawks uh, and the secondary of the Titans. Yeah, it looks like Drew Locke, um, who's actually played pretty well here the past couple of weeks. I would expect he's going to get the start once again. Um, how much better is he than, than Geno Smith? I don't really know. I would say the two quarterbacks are pretty comparable, but what I do know is they have one of the top uh, receiving cores in the NFL. If you look at uh, JSN, you look at DK Metcalf, you look at Tyler Lockett, uh, and now they take on a Titans secondary uh, that is 30th in both opponent dropback success rate uh, and opponent dropback EPA. They also allow 6.9 yards per pass attempt. So I think the story of this game is pretty straightforward. It's the Seahawks receivers against the Titans secondary. I would jump on this sooner rather than later. I would suspect that the Seahawks might become a three, three and a half point favorite. So I got them at two and a half. Seattle minus two and a half, minus 110. They are on the road in Tennessee, which isn't great because they haven't played that well on the road this season. Um, but I just don't see enough from the Titans offense to see how they can hang with the Seahawks. So I'll take Seattle minus two and a half. We're grinding here. We're grinding through this. I don't know if it's a cold. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's a flu, but I felt like shit when I woke up today. All right. It's time to talk about my goddamn dirty birds. I was pissed when they lost. Um, they had to go, they had to go probably three and one down the stretch, uh, to make the playoffs. Um, and you would think playing the worst team in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers, that was a win. So I was like, all right, then we got to win two of three against the Colts, Bears, and Saints, which seemed doable. But then you go to Carolina in a torrential downpour. Desmond Ritter throws what felt like his 15,000th turnover in the red zone this year. They lose nine to seven to the worst team in football. I wanted Arthur Smith fired. I wanted Desmond Ritter cut. Um, I wanted Arthur Blank to sell the team. I wanted them to even fold the franchise. I wake up Monday morning and I'm on ESPN playoff predictor trying to figure out how the Falcons make, can make the playoffs. The Falcons got to win out. If the Falcons win out, they're in a great spot. They need the Falcons to win out. They need the Buccaneers to lose to the Jaguars this week. If that happens, we're looking at a playoff spot. Although Seahawks winning beating the Eagles tonight, actually, now that I think about it, doesn't help. I'll have to redo my I'll have to redo my numbers. But let's just try to win the NFC South. My point in me saying this, I'm just gonna go down with the ship. Screw it. It's an idiotic thing to do. It's masochistic. It's only gonna set me up for more heartbreak. This team sucks. Going down with a ship, baby. Give me Falcons plus two against the Colts. If I take all my bias out of it and I just try to look at the numbers, which I'm trying to do when I decide what teams I'm going to bet on a weekly basis in the NFL, I actually do like the Falcons. Now, the issue is sometimes you do have to, you know, <laughs> a team does have to pass the eye test and the Falcons certainly don't. But Falcons have the far superior defense. They did just hold the Panthers to nine points. That's a fact. Uh, they're 10th in opponent EPA per play, 4th in opponent success rate, 7th in opponent yards per play. They are a top 10 defense. The Colts are not. 13th, 17th, and 14th in those three respective defensive metrics. So the Falcons have, a, ha, um, have the better defense. The Falcons also far superior at home. 9th in the NFL in net yards per play on their home field, a plus 0.8. Uh, much better than their ranking on the road. 
and now their offense, I can't really say much about their offense. Their offense has plenty of issues. Desmond Ritter stinks. He's not the guy moving forward. Arthur Smith, I think I saw somewhere like between Bijan Robinson, um, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts, they had, I think, a combined 17 touches against the Panthers. Like Arthur, Arthur Smith just doesn't want to give his best players the football. So our offense sucks. But they're at home. Their defense is very good. I'll take the two points. I'm just going to go down with the ship. And if the Falcons lose and don't cover, I deserve it. I, I, for some reason, I chose to be a fan of this team. I will go down the ship. Give me the Falcons minus two, minus 110. Uh, Browns, Texans, uh, I have no no choice but to take the under here. Now, I don't know if this is... I wish I didn't have to bet on Texans games until uh, I found out if CJ Stroud is going to play, but I got to place all my bets Monday night, so I'll take the under 42 and a half. I want to bet against the Browns, and if CJ Stroud, if I knew he was starting, I would, uh, but I can't do it if CJ Stroud is out. Um... Let me actually bring up this graphic once again here. Now I've got to switch this quarterback graphic to, I believe it's 150 minimum plays because the point of this is I've got to show you Joe Flacco. Um, no, i got to lower it even more. Is it one, minimum 130 plays? Uh, just going to go ahead and whoop, minimize myself there again on video so you can see what I'm looking at. Uh, Joe Flacco getting a lot of praise these past couple weeks and he is doing enough to win games but this is why i want to bet against the browns because look now you have pj walker and dorian thompson Robinson way off to the bottom left corner but then it's joe flacco he's only marginally better than those two guys people are acting like joe flacco can lead this team to the super bowl let's pump the brakes out of 43 quarterbacks who have played at least 130 snaps this season in epa plus cpoe composite which i explained earlier joe flacco is 41st now it is very funny that flacco dorian thompson robinson and pj walker are the three bottom team uh players in that stat um but my point in showing you this is that let's pump the brakes on joe flacco a little bit he's not the savior he's not going to lead him to a super bowl I, that makes me want to bet against this browns team but also their defense is so good that i don't necessarily want to do that if cj stroud is not going to play for the texans so because of that, I'll just do what you have to do when you're betting on a game that involves a team with a really good off or really good defense and a really bad offense and take the under. I am surprised it's available at under 42 and a half at minus 105. Um, I would set this at what, 40? 40 and a half? Um, so actually, now if CJ Stroud plays, this total is probably set about right. If he doesn't play, we're going to get a lot of value on this. Impossible to tell. He was still in concussion protocol as of today. That's all we know. Um, so with that being said, I'll go under 42 and a half Browns and Texans. I'm sorry for snorting in the microphone. I know it's gross. I'm dying over here. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. Um, Packers against the Panthers. Uh, everyone's going to be selling on the Packers here. I got to take them though. Uh, let's not let that win against the Falcons make you think the Panthers are a half decent football team. Let's remember they still only scored nine points and it was a torrential downpour. Panthers suck. Um, that's all I have to say about this game. Their offense is atrocious. They're dead last in yards per play. They average just 4.1 yards per snap. And the Packers, while I know they kind of blew it, they were kind of locks to make the playoffs and then lost to the Giants and the Bucks. But they're overall, they're still 14th in the league in net yards per play. Um, and they're playing the worst team in the NFL. I wouldn't. I, I don't think I'm going to take the Panthers plus points unless it's a touchdown or more for the rest of the season. So I will take the Packers minus four and a half. I have very, very little to say about this game. The Panthers suck. The Packers are probably about the definition of aver average, but average is certainly a lot better than terrible, which is what the Panthers are. Packers minus four and a half, minus 110 in Carolina. 
You want to talk about a couple of terrible teams. This week, the New York Jets are playing the uh, Washington Commanders. So this is a game to find out um, what happens when an extremely stoppable force, which is the Jets' offense, takes on a significantly easy-to-move object in the Commanders' defense. This is, if you look at EPA per play, the worst offense in the NFL, and the Jets taking on the worst defense. So when, when it's bad against bad or even worst against worst, which, which side do you take? If you've listened to this podcast this season and over the years, you know which side you take. You take the side getting the points, especially when that team is getting a field goal worth of points, which is what we're getting here. I will not lay three points on the Jets against any team in the NFL. Maybe the Panthers might be just about it. Um, they're laying three points against the Commanders. I will certainly take those three points and hope for an absolute shit show. Now, the Jets' defense is very good, and they are better than the Commanders' offense. But this is not a pick'em game we're talking about. This is a field goal. This is the key number of three, the magic number of three. Um, I have the Jets might score three points this game. It might end up as a three nothing win for the Jets, and then you push. It might end up as a seven to six win for the Jets, and then you lose if you're on the Jets. The Jets defense, or sorry, the Jets offense, dead last in EPA per play, dead last in success rate. Um, I don't know off the top of my head where they are in uh, yards per play, but I'm sure it's close to the bottom. 30th in yards per play. I have no interest in laying points no matter how good of, of a defense. This could end in a 0-0 tie. It's possible. So I'll take the three points with the commanders. And when it's two toilet bowl shitty-ass teams, you t- take the team getting the points, especially if that team's getting a full field goal, which is the case here. Uh, all right, we're halfway through the picks. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to try to blow my nose here, have a sip of tea, maybe take five minutes to just suck on a lozenge. Uh, and I'll be back for the uh, rest of my picks uh, for week 16 of the NFL. And then, of course, at the end of the podcast, I will recap my plays, um, give out my five best bets and my teaser of the week. So I will be right back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. 
So go to trylifemd.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I took a couple sips of tea. I had a lozenge. I'm ready to go. Uh, eight more picks to get through. We're going to start with the Lions against the Vikings. I'm going to take the or sorry, the Vikings. Plus three, minus 102 at home in Minnesota against uh, the Lions here. I love this Vikings defense. I know the Bengals kind of figured them out uh, by the end of the game last week. Uh, but I'm going to back them once again. Uh, they're getting a field goal. Uh, against the Lions, divisional game. And when you look back to week six of the NFL season, the Vikings are third in the NFL in opponent EPA per play. This Viking, I know I talked about it last week, but this Vikings defense has become an unbelievable unit. If you're a Vikings fan, if you're a Vikings better, you also have to like what you saw from Nick Mullins. Uh, yes, he did end, end up losing last week to the Bengals, and he did throw two interceptions, but completed 26 of 33 passes for 303 yards and two touchdown throws himself uh he is the better option between him and josh dobbs so you have a quarterback who's not afraid to throw the ball and throw the ball downfield you have a defense which has been one of the best in the nfl uh since week six um and we also have to consider how the lines have been uh not good on the road this season they're at home last week against the broncos is a big reason why i bet on them now they hit the road their net yards per play goes from plus 1.3 at home down to minus 0.1 on the road that's a differential of 1.4. That is one of the uh, biggest di different, uh, differentials in net yards per play between home and away splits in the NFL. Uh, so I will take the field goal worth of points uh, with the Vikings at minus 102 juice. Jaguars and Buccaneers. Um, yeah, maybe I'm allowing my bias to play into this because as a Falcons fan, I desperately need, desperately need the Jaguars to win this game. It's a pick em. Um, so I'm going to take the Jaguars minus 108. Now I have been, you know, pretty vocal about how the Jaguars are one of the most fraudulent teams in the NFL this season. Um, but now I actually think the market has caught on to that. And I actually think the betting market is now overreacted, uh, or I should say overcorrected to that fact. Uh, they still outrank the Buccaneers in net yards per play. Uh, and outside of last week's win against the Packers, I actually think Tampa Bay, uh, has won a lot of games I actually don't feel like they deserve to. It is funny, they're first in the NFC South, they're in the driver's seat to win the division, but between them, the Falcons and the Saints, I actually think they're the weakest of the three teams, and a lot of metrics would back that up as well. Uh, but with that being said, Trevor Lawrence should have a good game here. The Buccaneers are allowing 7.2 yards per pass attempt uh, this season. They're in the bottom half of the NFL in the EPA and success rate uh, stats when it comes to um, their secondary. Um, and we also should keep in mind, let's just talk about how the lines are worse on the road. The Jaguars significantly actually better on the road uh, this season. One of the best uh, road teams in the NFL. Uh, their net yards per play improves from minus 1.2 at home up to plus 0.3 on the road. 
Um, so that's a difference of 1.5, even more significant when talking, uh, when compared to the lines that I was just talking about. Uh, but in this, uh, situation, for some reason it flips, um, and they're better on the road. Very rare. Uh, only a small handful of teams are better on the road than they are at home in terms of net yards per play this season. Jaguars is the only team where it's, they're significantly better on the road. So do not let the fact that it is in Tampa Bay sway you. Um, I mean, it is kind of a best of both worlds. It is a road game for them, but also it's still in Florida. It's a little battle of Florida. I'll take the Jaguars. Pick them. Uh, minus 108 is what I got of that. Uh, I believe at FanDuel. Uh, Cardinals and Bears. This is another total bet. Uh, I think I'm on three total bets this week. This is the third one. I'm going to go over 44, minus 108. Um, I don't really know what to do in this game, to be honest. Uh, the Bears once again screwed me out of a money line underdog pick last week. Um... They were up all game against the uh, Browns and then blew it late. Just like earlier this season when I bet on the money line against the Lions, they were up all game, blew it late. I set this line at exactly minus 4.5 in favor of the Bears. As of right now, it is set at exactly minus 4.5 in favor of the Bears. So I see absolutely no edge on, on the spread. I think maybe a half point edge on the total maybe. if like there there is a, I know it's 44.5 at some places. I was able to get 44, I believe, at Caesars. Um, so I'm going to take the over. <coughs> I don't have much to say about this game. Cardinals defense, one of the worst in the NFL. They rank in the bottom five in most key metrics. They're also dead last in opponent's success rate. Uh, the Cardinals offense is much better with Kyler Murray. Since he rejoined the lineup, they're 15th in EPA per play. So based on the current makeup of this Cardinals team, I think they're an over team. I think the lines are set basically right and when i am very confused about a game i take an over now last time i took an over because i didn't know what else to take uh the vikings beat the raiders three nothing so maybe you shouldn't tail this um but i got a bet on every game i think the cardinals are built like an over team i don't really know what to do with the bears at this point in the season over 44 cardinals and bears um i always feel bad when i don't have in-depth and like good you know a take on a game that you know might teach something to you or you might learn something from um but unfortunately 272 regular season games that i bet on there's gonna be some that i just everything's set correct uh dolphins cowboys this is a tough one uh i'm gonna take the dolphins point and a half home favorite though uh against the cowboys uh this is some people would call it a fraud bowl i actually don't think either of these teams are frauds um because the Dolphins are kind of the opposite of a fraud in some sense, where a lot, a lot of their metrics are good, but they've actually lost a lot of games against good teams. Um, once again, I base frauds based on metrics, not on records. If you go on records, then yeah, I guess these two teams are frauds. People are calling the Cowboys frauds after, you know, big loss to the Bills. I, I don't know how you can do that when they just trounced the Eagles the week before. Regardless, I digress. The reason I'm taking the Dolphins here, um, two main ones. Number one is these two defenses, the Dolphins and the Cowboys, are trending in complete opposite directions. In fact, um, the Dolphins' defense was a below-average unit in the first half of the season, but they have got healthy. And actually, since Week 10, the Dolphins' defense leads the NFL in opponent EPA per play and opponent success rate. So they have, in the second half of the season, they have not only been a good defense, they have been an elite defense. Not only an elite defense, they have been the best defense in terms of EPA per play uh, and opponent success rate. So their defense has been absolutely fantastic. The Cowboys' defense has gone the opposite direction. They went from an elite defense the first half of the season, and then uh, since Week 10, uh, 13th and 20th in opponent EPA per play and opponent success rate. 
Um, and the Cowboys also dead last uh, this season opponent rush success rate. And now they're taking on Dolphins team that leads the league in yards per carry, averaging 5.1 yards per rush. So stylistically and um, based on how these two teams are trending, I think the Dolphins have the advantage here. And also the Cowboys, uh, their road splits are concerning. They go from net yards per play of plus 1.1 at home down to 0.0 on the road. And the Dolphins have the best home net yards for playing the NFL at plus 2.4. So with this being in Miami as well, I think that's going to give the Dolphins an advantage here. So I set the Dolphins at about a two and a half, two, two and a half point favorite. I think we're getting some value here. Um, I will take the Dolphins minus one and a half, minus 110. And um, what is the second best game of the week for sure? Um, but second best game, first best game on the weekend, and then the Monday night is clearly the best game. Uh, Sunday night football. Um, it is the Patriots. It is the, it is the Broncos and sound the alarms. It is once again my upset pick of the week. Now, I'm surprised I've done this well with my picks this season. Without, I, I think I'm like for my upset picks of the week. If there has been. F- 15 i know a couple of weeks have done two so let's say there's i don't have the record record in front of me but let's say i've made like 19 upset picks i think i'm like two and three four and 15 i've been terrible terrible at them which has been a strength of mine in the past uh has not been a strength of mine this season though uh but i will take a pretty big shot here plus 240 on the patriots as six and a half point underdogs against the broncos i think the broncos are the worst team that's in playoff contention right now they're 30th in the nfl in net yards per play um, only the Commanders and Giants are worse in net yards per play um, than the Broncos. Um, but what this game comes down to, in my opinion, is running the football because the Broncos have played a style of defense or a, a style of football, really, which is grind it out, run the football offensively, protect the football, and then try to play good defense. And it has worked to some extent this season. Now the issue. You can't play that style of defense against the number one best run defense in the NFL. And that's what the Patriots, not even close. Best run defense in the NFL by a mile. They allow 3.1 yards per rush. That's the best mark in the NFL by, I think, 0.4 yards. Almost half a yard better than the next best team. First an opponent rush EPA. First an opponent rush success. Um, and the Broncos run the football on 45.45% of their plays. That's the sixth most in the NFL. So if the Broncos can't run the football, and I really don't think they're going to, Yes, this will be a grinded out game, but it's going to be a grind out game that's going to work against them. So it's going to be a close game. If you just want my, my best bet of the week, it would just be Patriots plus six and a half. I'd be shocked if the Broncos win this game by more than a touchdown. Um, but that's why I'm going to get aggressive because I like the Patriots just that much. Um, I'll take them on the money line. Plus 240 on the money line to upset the Broncos. Uh, on the night before Christmas, it was the night before Christmas and all through the house, uh, Ian Mack was sweating his Patriots underdog pick. What well, rhymes with house? M- mouse, but that's how the word they actually used to rhyme in the story. It didn't work out the way I wanted the two. Patriots plus 240 <laughs> to upset the Broncos on Sunday night. Uh, moving on to Christmas. Wake up. Open some gifts, have a little Baileys and coffee, maybe straight Baileys if you're an animal uh, like I am, uh, and let's bet on some football. We've got three games starting off. Um, first two aren't great, to be fair, but the but then we're in for a doozy on Monday night. Uh, so first one, Raiders at Chiefs. I will take the Raiders plus 10 uh, and a half here. Um, 
Raiders have actually become a solid football team once they got rid of Josh McDaniels. Um, they are coming off a little bit of a mini bye week after absolutely trouncing the Chargers last week. Um, since week 10, their defense is fourth in the NFL in opponent EPA per play. Um, now, they did lose, and they I don't think they covered. Yeah, they didn't cover either against the Chiefs back in week 12. But if I actually look at yards per play in that game, both teams were tied in yards per play. At 6.2, they had a couple of fourth downs they couldn't convert. Uh, they went one and three in the red zone. It kind of cost them. Um, but they both averaged 6.2 yards per play. They can hang with the Chiefs. They can play defense against this Chiefs team. And this Chiefs team, during this entire run, like since they got Patrick Holmes, have never been a good spread team. Um, and especially this version of the, of the Chiefs, I have no interest in laying a double-digit spread on them. They're not explosive. That's not the style of, of football they play. Um, so even though this is at Arrowhead... Uh, I will take the 10 and a half points with the Raiders, which hurts to say when I'm sick. Ugh. Uh, Eagles Giants. Uh, I'm extending uh, a little, a little olive branch here to Eagles fans. Um, my Christmas gift to you Eagles fans is that I'm going to bet on your team. How about that? For the first time in a long time. When was the last time I bet on the Eagles? Let me take a look here. Uh, I took Seahawks, Seahawks this week. Uh, obviously, I took Cowboys last week, took 49ers, took Bills, took Chiefs. Last time I bet on the Eagles was when they covered against the Cowboys in a game they didn't deserve to cover on November 5th. So for the first, so I bet against them in five straight games. Um, it's time for me to jump back on the Eagles here. Ten and a half points. Uh, the Giants, in my opinion, might be the worst team in the NFL. Tommy DeVito comes out, throws a couple touchdown passes. Um, for some reason gets named NFC offensive player of the week, despite he threw for like 160 yards. Like what, what a charity case that award was. Um, and then the saints beat up on them and prove that this team is not good. Uh, the Eagles are an average team. They're barely, I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to call them a good team. I think they're kind of like an above average team. Um, but an above average team can cover a 10 and a half points spread against the giants. Cause the giants stink dead last in the NFL in net yards per play at minus 1.4. The next worst team is minus 0.9. So a half a yard worse than the next worst team in net yards per play 31st in both EPA per play and success rate offensively. The, de the defense is in the bottom 10 in most metrics. It's time for the Eagles to bounce back, baby. Um, they're at home. They can beat up on this giants team. This giants team absolutely stinks i will lay the 10 and a half points you're welcome eagles fans merry christmas fly eagles fly and then finally the game of the week one of the games of the season it could just very well be a super bowl preview it is the number one seed in the nfc the san francisco 49ers hosting the number one seed in the afc the baltimore ravens it is a five and a half point spread um in favor of the 49ers I'm going to take the Ravens. I will take the five and a half points with the Baltimore Ravens. I even got minus 105 juice uh, on it, I believe, at FanDuel. Um, and the reason why is because of the run defense of the 49ers. The 49ers have been crushing everyone. They've been getting praised a lot, rightfully so. I still think they're the best team in the NFL, even though I'm betting against them this week. But they have also quietly this season... Ranked 29th in opponent rush EPA, 21st in opponent rush success rate, and 19th in opponent yards per carry. They give up 4.3 yards per rush, and they've given up 5.1 yards per rush over their last three games. So what team, if you're a team where your kryptonite is the other team being able to run the ball and your run defense is your biggest weakness, what is the last team in the NFL you want to face? The Baltimore Ravens. 
Nobody runs the ball more than the Baltimore Ravens. 43.78% of their offensive yards comes from running the ball. That's the highest rate in the NFL. And they're first in both rush EPA and rush success rate. And then to top it all off, um, they have a top three defense. So this is a nightmare stylistic matchup for the 49ers. The Ravens, I think, are going to be able to run the ball. They're going to be able to drain clock. Um, they're going to be able to play defense as well against the 49ers. But this this game makes my Brock Pur- makes me nervous for my Brock Purdy MVP ticket. Um, now, if this was a pick'em, would I be taking the Ravens? Uh, no. Uh, would I take? Am I taking the Ravens to win this game outright? No. But we're talking about five and a half points. That's a pretty big spread for a game between two of the best teams in the NFL. Now it is in San Francisco, so they do have a home field advantage here. Um, but I like this play quite a bit. Styles make fights, and I think the stylistic advantage is in the Ravens' favor. I actually set this line at maybe like four. Uh, so I like point and a half value might be crazy to say, but I, I think there is. This is one of my best bets of the week. I will take the Ravens plus five and a half, minus 105 in San Francisco on Christmas Day night. There you have it. Those are my picks for week 16, my friends. I will recap them and I'll give you my best bets for this week. Uh, starting. Saints Rams. Uh, so I got Saints plus four, minus 110. Steelers Bengals over 38, minus 110. Uh, Bills minus 10 and a half, minus 115 against the Chargers. Uh, Seahawks minus two and a half, minus 110 against the Titans. Falcons plus two, minus 110 against the Colts. Under 42 and a half, minus 105 between the Browns and Texans. Packers minus four and a half, minus 110 against the Panthers. I'm running out of gas. Uh, Commanders plus three, minus 110 against the Jets. Vikings plus three, minus 102 against the Lions. Jaguars, Pickham minus 108 against the Buccaneers. Uh, Over 44, minus 108 between the Cardinals and the Bears. Um, Dolphins minus one and a half, minus 110 at home to the Cowboys. Patriots, upset of the week, plus 240 to beat the Denver Broncos on Sunday Night Football. And then on Christmas, I got Raiders plus 10.5, minus 110 uh, at Arrowhead. I got the Eagles minus 10.5, minus 110 at home to the Giants. Uh, and then the final pick of the week on Monday Night Football, I have the Baltimore Ravens plus 5.5, minus 105 against the 49ers. Last week, my best bets, based on how I bet them, went 4-1. and one. Vikings, Lions, Bears, and Ravens all won. The Falcons lost. The Falcons not only screwed me in terms of my hope for their playoffs, but they also screwed me from sweeping my best bets. Now I say because what I bet them at, because it also depends on what line you bet these at. Because I was in a, actually at a pick'em contest, uh, and I actually went um, two one and two because the Vikings for the pick'em contest was plus three, and the Bears were plus three. Um, when I gave my pick out, obviously I took Bears money line last week, but in terms of my quote unquote best bets, I got Bears at plus three and a half. Um, so my best bets went four and one teaser of the week, uh, lost. Um, I'm, I think I'm kind of cold with the teasers now Rams down to a pick them against the commanders one. Um, but Steelers plus eight and a half against the Colts lost stinger to lose that leg of the teaser considering they're up 13, nothing, uh, but they didn't score another point. My week 16 best bets bills minus 10 and a half on Saturday night against the chargers. Packers minus four and a half against the Panthers. Dolphins minus one and a half against the Cowboys. Patriots plus six and a half against the Broncos. And Ravens plus five and a half for the 49ers. So any pick'em contest that you're in, I like the Bills, Packers, Dolphins, Patriots, and Ravens. <sighs> All to cover. 
teaser of the week um because the falcons losing isn't going to cause me enough pain let's toss them in the teaser too we'll take them from plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half and then the commanders from plus three up to plus nine against the jets it's an ugly teaser but sometimes you got to play ugly to win six point teaser falcons plus eight and a half versus colts commanders plus nine versus jets I'm done, my friends. I, I am sick. I'm going to try to edit this, get this out, and then go to sleep. And hopefully I can get five hours of sleep before I got to wake up tomorrow. Um, hopefully I don't am not sick for Christmas because that would, that would stink. That would suck. Uh, also, uh, I'm glad I actually brought that up. Christmas next week. Uh, Christmas is on a Monday. Uh, I can't imagine I'm going to record this podcast at midnight on Christmas night. So I think I'm going to record it Tuesday morning um so i'm sorry it will be i'll at least let you know ahead of, but also i mean who's gonna be wake up on the morning of the 26th and listen to this podcast so <laughs> um i'm going to record this and hopefully have it out around between noon and three o'clock p.m eastern on tuesday the 26th so it is going to be um about 12 hours late coming out next week i'm sorry it's christmas i'm gonna drink christmas night uh and then i'm off tuesday i'm gonna wake up and get my head on straight and then sit down and record. So, um, yeah, just want to let you guys know it'll be, this podcast will come out about 12 hours late, but it's, I'm, I will still have a podcast next week, despite, uh, being right in the middle of the holidays. Uh, thank you all so much for watching rate and review the podcast. If you listen to the audio version of this, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. If I've won you money the past couple, the past few weeks, uh, the way you can pay me back is by subscribing to the YouTube channel and giving this video a like, thank you all so much. I love you all. May Gambler bless you uh, over these holidays. Hopefully you can win some of ba some, uh, back some of the money that you spent on, on, on gifts. I know I could certainly use that. Uh, talk to y'all later. Take care. The road to 272 bets marches on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.